There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Show my talk 1071 everything entertainment once again good to see the sun much appreciated Lori is out today and uh, Holly Holly is with us today Holly hello hello Earth to Holly yes she is I'm just finishing up the last question to figure out these personalities we're doing a personality I know, quiz I, I love those I know it's I took really it earlier it's fun Donnie did it but I haven't told him anything about so here's, it yet. here's the thing Julia gives me the questions and yeah. when I give her the answer she says really. Okay. It's like what? What, are you, what is that? Okay. Well, here, here are uh, seriously. I did. I did. Well, okay. So let's set the table. Why? I'm not because I, I can't. I need to ask you two more questions. Oh, so two more. Oh, gonna right. So no, the big reveal during the round big thoughts. Reveal is going to happen next. But you know, we just got this announced. You guys, there's so <laughs> much music coming. You know, music, music, music every day Thank here. Thank goodness. And um, next summer, we just got this. Uh, John Bream just wrote about it that the second annual Twin Cities Summer Jam. Um, is going country, actually, but not really, because Pitbull's coming. So here's who's coming next year to the TC Summer Jam, yes. which is July 23rd through the 25th at Canterbury Park. Um, it's going to be Carrie Underwood, Pitbull, Zach Brown to headline. Um, and then they're also going to have, let's see here, let's see here, um, opening apps, acts, 90s rockers, Third Eye Blind, oh, wow. uh, Nelly, oh. A new hip-hop line dancer, Blanco Brown, and country duo, Low Cash, and Chris Hockey. So tickets are going to go on sale uh, December 13th at Ticketmaster. $79 for a single day, which is very affordable. That's not bad at all. Uh-uh. So, and, if, hmm. and parking, you have to pay for parking this year. Yeah, well, you know, you can't I'd get away see, with it all. I think, you know, going outside to festivals is super fun. So I think, why not? But which night would you go? I don't know. Because Thursday's Pitbull on July 23rd. That's when I would go. That's So you would go. Yeah. You wouldn't go to Carrie Underwood on the Saturday no. night, July 25th, or the no. Zach Brown Band? All right, People done. love him. Pitbull, Nelly, Blanco Brown. Mm-hmm. That's the headliners that's on Thursday. That's the one I would go to. You go Thursday oh, that night. Me too. Like fun. Yeah. Uh, Maroon 5 is coming back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know. Tell us how you really feel. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, you know. Yeah, when are they going to be August 9th? I, here's my deal. I can't even plan the next two weeks, much less look at all these things. I missed the big one that I wanted. What was that? The Eagles. Oh, I'm going. Yep. Is it sold out? I don't know. I don't know. But good tickets. I mean, I yeah. don't want to sit way, way, uh, way, way, way back. Sure. I, I missed that. And then I wasn't willing to pay the price. Yep. 
because weren't they asking a thousand dollars for the good seats at Eagles yeah, for the front row? Yeah. Did you pay that, uh, Donnie? Oh no! Are you gonna? <laughs> no, no, there. no. I paid more than I've ever paid, but I figured it's a once in a lifetime. It is a once in a lifetime. I've never seen them. I'm gonna figure out a way to get my butt in that door. Are you? I'm gonna fly. Oh, good. Like an ego. You're going to sprout some wings. I'm going to figure that out, how I'm going to do that. (laughs) Lori is on vacay today. Today is National Cookie Day. And if people are planning ahead, tomorrow is bathtub party day. So get get your action. So today's the fifth, right? uh, No, it's the fourth. fourth, It is the fourth. God's sake. It is National Cookie Day today. It is. I know. What's your favorite holiday cookie? I have Um, to ask. Okay. It's scary. Why? Because I like them all. Oh. I really do. I don't dig spritzes. I don't get that butter thing. They're so little. They do nothing for me. But you get the gun. I, I My friend makes them every year, and they're so great. And blah, blah. I, I don't get it. They're so little. <laughs> What's the deal? With they're so little. They're so Lisa, little. if you're listening, they're just so damn little. You put one in your bite, and you only get like three at the cookie exchange. Jeez. They're so small. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're really little cookies. I don't get the spritz thing. You get the peanut butter with the Hershey Kiss in the middle? Yeah, I like that one, but not... I, I think if my... Oh, I like a my rolled sugar cookie with really good frosting in the freezer. Yes! In Julia. the freezer. I love frozen cookies. Have you had frozen chocolate chip cookies? Homemade. Stick them in the freezer. And so they're cool, but they're still kind of chewy. I don't then, like chewy, so I like them crunchy. Oh, you just want to you just want to break off a molar. I want to break off a molar. <laughs> Remember, my restaurant name is Burnt Edges. <laughs> I like everything crunchy and crispy, and I like my little crack things I make. You know. Oh, the the saltine crackers yeah, with the chocolate. Like, oh, yeah. The recipe's Those, on my talk one zero seven one. I know Go Hannah has out. been putting it up. She's like, when are you bringing them in? And I said next week. Give me a break. I haven't done anything yet. Come on. Come on, I can't get all holiday this done. season, girl. I can't get all this done. What about you? What's your favorite? My favorite holiday cookie, my grandma's sugar cookie recipe with homemade icing. Isn't it? It's just the best. It's just the best. It, it just tastes like good oh. memories. And then if you get the snowman, the mittens have extra frosting on them, you know, because you do a different color for the hand. Because you have more surface area on the mitten cookie. <laughs> I just think of everywhere you get the extra frosting. I love, I love, love, love. Yeah. yeah. National There's cookie. some really good cookie. I really want to try this cookie, a lemon uh, crinkle. I don't year, know what that is. It's like a chocolate crinkle, but it's it's just lemon and you roll it in powdered sugar. So it kind of, when it cooks, it kind of just looks kind of crinkly on top. Oh. It looks good to me. Oh. It looks good to me. Yeah. Okay. So what are you um, into the holiday shopping, Holly? Yeah, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. But you have fun nephews, don't you? To yes, buy I four? do. But I don't know what they want. How old are they? They're two and they're four. And goodness knows these boys have a lot of stuff. I mean, just do you want to do an experience with them? They're a little young, I think, yeah. for experiences. You know, the two-year-old, I think, sitting is kind of a, a difficult task at this point. Sure. There's a lot of things going on. But, you know, they can... I have to talk to my sister. That is their mom. And whatever they want, we'll figure it out. But right. it's fun to shop for them. Otherwise, it's just like it is so overwhelming to think about all of the things that are available to shop. I was online Black Friday specials and all of that. It's just like, I don't know what to do. It's go. Then I just shut the computer and put it away. And I'm like, it's fine. I I think that's fine because that means 
I, I just, you know. What about you? Are you have you done anything yet? Because you are the evangelist for the brick and mortar I shopping am. experience. I want to tell you my what I did yesterday. Yeah. Okay, so I am I'm trying to go in stores and save our stores one by one. But the store I went to yesterday was a big chain. And it's it was my first time in the store, big lots. Yes. Oh, I've never been, never in, there been in there. I've never been in there, but in, in I am. Woodbury? Yeah. No, Egan. Oh, Egan. And I've okay. been looking and looking and looking because I redid my closet and I need a new shoe situation thing. And when you want to buy like the California closet interior to buy like a basic stand that looks like that is 25 bucks and I can fit three pairs of shoes on it. <laughs> that, they're so expensive. You have more than three pairs of shoes. Right. I'm sure. <laughs> right. I mean, I have so many. I have more than three pairs. I, I mean, but you can't fit anything on it. So I would need like eight. Yes. Of those. So what I found there are these little, um, they're wood ones and they're natural colored wood and they're little, they're two layers and um, simple to assemble. And they were like $11 a piece. So I bought three. That's all they had. So you bought out out the store. I did. So don't go there. I walked the aisles and And? saw there's some really good deals on um, holiday stuff. If you need some decorations. Um, What else did I find there that I thought was a really good deal? I like, I need a lot of, like, I'm trying to redo my closet completely and kind of do a different thing with bins. I hate, my closet is set up to hang up so much. And I'm really, I wear jeans and, and turtlenecks. You're a folder. I'm a folder. So I need more folding options. So I needed more containers for that. And they're really reasonably priced. You know, sometimes you get a little container and it's 15 bucks. I don't want anything that expensive. Yeah. So I was kind of impressed. Have you ever been in one, Donnie? No, I see the commercials. Yeah, I've never been in one. I don't have anyone near me. I've never been, you know, so that was, that's the store of the day. Big lots. Mm -hmm. In Egan, don't look for Mm -hmm. a shoe rack because Julia bought them all. I did. So just, just don't but bother with really that. really affordable. I mean, so I was just like, wow, these are a good deal. I want to go to another one. But, you know, but I'm not going online to look for them. Okay. Very well. <laughs> Save the brick and mortar, Julia. Go out there. Go forth. You can do it. Yes. I know. You know, because really, seriously, but a ton of people shopped. More people shopped on Cyber Monday than yes. they did on Black Friday. Yeah. I think Black Friday is a lot of pressure. Yes. And you're still with family and the holiday and Thanksgiving. Monday, you're supposed to be working, but that's easier to fake, I think, for a lot of people. Yeah, it's easier it than is. hanging out with your with your Uncle Chuck. Than your family. Did you have a good Thanksgiving? I, I did. Yeah, I did. It was nice. It was small. I made lasagna. It was good. Okay, because your family's the bland cooking family, so well, you cooked. So I cooked. Good I made you, a homemade lasagna. It was a small Thanksgiving, but oh, it was good with the gravy and the meat sauce. It was wonderful. <laughs> All right. Gravy and lasagna? Well, you know, that's what they call it in the oh, old yes. country, Julia. They the call red, the red the sauce, sauce the, the gravy. Pasta. Okay, exactly. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, stories we can't get enough of. And an oldie, but a goodie. How do you sleep, people, at night? Look at the beautiful sunshine. Okay, so I went out on my little ducky. Yeah. Holy snow. I had to shovel it. It was so high. It was like up to my waist. We're getting more next week. That's fine. I like it. I think it's absolutely beautiful because mm. we have sun. Sun that and snow. Moon. What's prettier? <sighs> it's heaven. Yes. It's heaven. <laughs> if you know what you I mean. Do you have a service that plows your little uh, the I association do, do I, it for I, you? Yes, except for okay. I have to do my deck. And my deck yeah, well, I do also. was crazy. There was a lot of snow yeah, while you were away. It. I couldn't believe it. Yes. <laughs> while I was still here, my flight was nice and delayed when I was trying to get out. It was kind of fun. Okay, so here is um, 
Should I just tell you why I was asking you all the questions? Yes. I'm going to tell you. Okay. And I put this on Twitter. It's um, what, what crown character are you? So I was trying to find quick quizzes that we could do that, you know, I went and was doing all these and they have 29 questions and I thought, forget it. That's too much work for anybody to find out. So if you follow Lori and Julia, it's just Lori Julia on Twitter. Um, you can see this quiz. It's on Pure Wow, a website called Pure Wow, and it's which the crown character are you? And it really only had seven questions. They were quick. They were easy. Um, and what we found out is Donnie is Queen Elizabeth. Oh, very well. That's completely mm-hmm. appropriate. Mm-hmm. That is very appropriate. Yes. Mm-hmm. Even though your questions are answers are questionable. Mm-hmm. Why according well, to you? We have to deconstruct that a little bit before we move on. Why were Donnie's answers to these questions questionable? For example, can we give away what Donnie answered? Well, I'm totally fine with that. Okay, well, let's, let's, so let's here, deep dive. So we did, um, what's your idea of a good time? Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Riding a horse in the countryside, mm-hmm. a cheeky plane ride um, in a pilot jet, a cocktail party or relaxing with your best friend. Donnie picked a horseback ride. So did I. And Holly picked a plane ride. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What your friends would say is your best quality. Donnie here. Donnie said he's the life of the party. Thank you. Um, I agreed that I was too. And Holly said that she's incredibly faithful. Mm-hmm. We all are people persons. They were just yes or no. Which which place would you like to live? Belmoral Castle, Clarence House, Buckingham Palace, or Palace or Windsor. We both picked Windsor, Holly. Yes. Because it's just gorgeous. Well, it's it's yeah. so beautiful. Uh, and then Donnie picked Balmoral Castle in Scotland. What's your spirit animal? Donnie is a Leo. So he picked the lion. There was a lion, an albatross, a corgi, or Siamese cat. You're the cat lover. You pick cats. Yeah. I picked the bird, the albatross. You're an albatross? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I just didn't right. like the other one. Do you, you know, know what, what that is? is? No. <laughs> it's a giant seagull. Yeah. yeah. Like it's huge flying. seagull. Yeah. It's, it's something in the air. Yes. I like that better than... Being Donnie had already picked line. I was trying to be different. <laughs> um, um, you're pretty great to be around, but sometimes, and here are the answers, the questions. You pull rank, you go rogue, you go a little bit overboard, or you shed a lot. Holly pulls rank, Donnie goes rogue, um, I go a little overboard, and uh, that's that. And then pick a cocktail. Donnie's is um, champagne, your water, I'm champagne. Okay. So the so, results are in. Donnie yeah. is the queen. Oh, Donnie's the queen. I am the queen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, thank you. And Holly and Jess, someone we work with, they're one of the queen's corgis. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, delightful. <laughs> mm-hmm. And B. Arthur and I are Prince Philip. Oh. oh. And one of our um, software people that's helping us with our new system, Corey, he's Prince Margaret. Princess Margaret. Princess Margaret. Oh, mm-hmm. right. zesty. Okay. So nice. I thought it was kind of funny, and it's a quick one. And it is easy. You know, yes. I thought it's just a cute one, because sometimes they just last way too long to go, you know, to figure anything out. They're just trying to get your data. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. They're just, is that what they're trying to do? I don't know. I mean, that's what I always assume. Well, I gave- Everybody's always trying to get your data. If it's free, 
You're paying with your information. Oh, for crying Sorry. All right. Well, I gave them a lot. (laughs) I have a lot of personalities based on what I did because I did it for six people. You're also an albatross. Exactly. (laughs) I just, it was up in the air and I don't want to be on the ground. Okay. So last night in the clubhouse, Elizabeth Perkins was there with um, Kelly Dodd, who's one of the Real Housewives of Orange County, who's recently engaged. I don't watch Orange County. I don't know how people feel about her. She got engaged to the Fox News yeah. guy after being with him for a couple months. Is it only a couple months? They do like have it's a pre really brief. Because that was one of the questions. Mm. Um, so here, Elizabeth Perkins, if you don't remember who she is, she was in About Last Night. She was in um, Weeds. She was in Big. She was mm-hmm. kind of Tom Hanks' girlfriend in Big. Yes. Um, she's been in so many movies. And when she was coming up, she was coming up with like Meg Kelly, Demi Moore. They were all kind of in the same. You mean Meg Ryan? Yeah, Meg Ryan. Who okay. did I say? Meg Kelly. Yeah, yeah. Meg Ryan. Who that is? Kelly Dodd's sister, Meg. <laughs> <laughs> Lordy. Her name is Kelly Kelly. <laughs> one, of my, one of my contacts isn't working, so I think it's affecting my yeah. oh, oh, we'll That's go with today. That, really. That's how it works. And yeah. if you're a friend of the Flintstones, she was Wilma. That's right. That's All right. Yes. Susan Sharp Objects, yes. too. Okay, so here's her talking about... Oh, I don't even care about that one, Donnie. Oh, you don't? Well, no. they didn't offer much. Okay, let's... Oh, gosh. It's, I don't even care about anything. All well, right, so sorry. we'll play number two so people know okay. her voice. All right, here we go. Hey, my question is for Elizabeth. I want to know, can you tell us anything about the Weeds reboot that was recently announced? Anything about the Weeds reboot? Uh, I don't know anything about it. You don't? No. Will you be in it? I have absolutely no idea. Wow. I don't see how they couldn't have me in I don't either. <laughs> Wait, I want to know, did you smoke say. weed on Weeds? Um, no, I or drank it. and did cocaine. Oh, okay. <laughs> what did they use for coke? Um, uh, the, um... Baking soda? Baby laxative. Baby, baby laxative. Oi. Yeah. Was, well, isn't that in it? In it, in it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you snort baby laxative? No. 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 no, no. I okay. just faked it. Right. Fun. <laughs> That's why you were so thin. Exactly. Like, <laughs> you were pooping like crazy. <laughs> Wait, just... Laxative make you poop or stop you up? Yeah, it makes you poop. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. And do babies sometimes get stopped up? That's oh, yeah. They, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, I have something to look forward to. Oh, you to. really do have something okay. to look forward to. Andy, he's Andy, got a he's toddler. Got, How really, would he not Andy? know that? Andy, you're allegedly People Magazine's sexiest dad Damn. alive. <laughs> Wait, that one seemed very weird to me. So here was one of the questions, and I'm going to ask this to you, Holly, okay? Okay. Because I'm going to see how much like Elizabeth Perkins you are. Who would you rather smoke weed with if you did it? And we lived in a state where it was legal. Um, would you rather do it with um, Tom Hanks or um, Sharon Stone? Sharon Stone. Okay. She's going to get weird. Would you rather do it? Do you know who Kelly Dodd is? Well, I'm I know her name. Yeah, I know. Would you rather do it with Whip, Whippy Goldberg or Ramona from the Housewives of New York? Well, Whoopi Goldberg. Mm-hmm. I feel like she has a lot of things to say. Well, she picked Ramona. Elizabeth did. Oh. Would you rather do it with Larry David or Bethany Frankel? Larry David, hands no down. I mean. And then this was one of her questions. I, I'm mixing them up for you because you don't know all the yeah. county people. Would you rather do it with Gwyneth Paltrow or Tinsley Mortimer, who's a housewife of New York? I'm going to do it with Gwyneth Paltrow. She picked Tinsley Mortimer. I have no allegiance to any real housewives whatsoever. She also said the the the. Uh, 
role that she wanted that got away, she wanted to play um, the Meg Ryan. What's her name? Meg Ryan? Yeah, role in When Harry Met Sally. I just watched that last week. That show still holds up. Happy Hump Day to everybody. National Cookie Day. If you're not getting cookies delivered to you, obviously no one likes you. Who's delivering cookies? I don't know. We don't have any yet. What? I didn't hear about this. Yeah. What? Obviously, everybody (laughs) hates all of us. It's obvious. Come on. It's just random. (laughs) Not yet. yet. That's next hour. I know. It's just random that people hate us. Okay, so this was everywhere this morning, and I thought it was important enough that we should um, play it about um, straightening your hair, some of the chemicals in your hair. Listen to this audio about what is going on in the world of hair. The new study is raising concerns this morning about permanent hair dyes and chemical straighteners used by millions of women. It found a possible link between those products and an increased risk for breast cancer. Here with Morris NBC News medical contributor, Dr. Natalie Azar. Savannah and I were in the makeup room this morning. We saw this and we went, OMG. Right. So tell us exactly what this study is showing. Okay, so so okay, so basically the headline here, and it, and it is a bit of an alarming headline, so let's break it down. This was an NIH study that followed over 46,000 women for eight years, and they wanted to evaluate whether use of either permanent hair dye or hair dye of any type, as well as chemical straighteners, could increase the risk of breast cancer. And in fact, they did conclude that there was probably an association. It was most striking among African-American women. So for white women who had used either, uh, who had used permanent dye in the year prior to enrollment in the study had a 7% increase of breast cancer. African-American women had a 45% increase in breast cancer. Well, the chemicals are much harsher if your hair is coarser, I know, because I use the heavy-duty stuff. Yeah. Right. And, and so the concern there, Hoda, is that, number one, hair products have over 5,000 different chemicals in them. Um, some of those are what we call endocrine disruptors. They can actually get to the breast tissue and potentially damage DNA and increase the risk of breast cancer. What was also notable is that they found that there was also, across the board, an increased risk of breast cancer um, in, in women, 18% for both African-American and white women mm-hmm. who use chemical straighteners. Mm. Isn't that so... I thought, I mean, that's a big number. So I thought it was a good thing. We've got a couple cuts, so we're just going to kind of keep listening to them. Okay. Now, I think one of the most salient take-homes here is that this was, as many studies we talk about, not a cause and effect study. This was merely an association. And most of the experts, or in fact, all the experts that we reached out to felt very strongly that one of the take-homes was that instead of thinking about this as the one major risk factor Mm -hmm. for breast cancer, that there are numerous other modifiable risk factors for breast cancer, such as diet, exercise, obesity, limiting alcohol intake. But 45% for African-American women, that's not like one factor of many. That's huge. It is a big number, Savannah, and so so there isn't an exact explanation for why that's the case, but the one hypothesis is that the hair products that are marketed to African-American women contain more of these right. endocrine disruptors. Mm-hmm. Previous research has shown that, and according to the, the author of the study, that perhaps African-American hair absorbs dye uh, more than so in white women, not, not conclusive. So, for- so I just thought, I, I mean, that is, that's a high number. Yes, well, and really. it impacts a lot of people because mm-hmm. how many of us use hair products, color our hair, 
straighten our hair, do any of that kind of stuff on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. It's just part of the way that people groom themselves in 2019. Mm-hmm. Just look at what's on the products. I yeah. mean, and just make sure that you're aware of what's happening. And talk to your stylist too. Mm-hmm. And make sure that you are they using. Would know. They would know. Right. Yeah. They would know. I found myself using um, a brown crayon today. I'm well, like a Crayola crayon? What? It's close. <laughs> <laughs> it was a brown what? eyeliner crayon. On your hair? Sure. Yeah, okay. you know, sometimes. I mean, we do what we got to do. I sometimes you're just shocked when uh, you when you see what... This is the funniest thing. I'll never forget my It's mom. all about the lighting. <laughs> I, when you're able to see... Okay, so if you go somewhere and you're of a certain age, if you don't wear your glasses or your contacts... Sometimes putting on makeup is a big time challenge, okay? Oh, eyeliner. Can't can, see the eyes. Can really. we talk? <laughs> Can't see where you are. You know it's somewhere in the vicinity, but let's just, you know. You got an eye, you kind of know where it is. I feel it when I'm putting it on. It's kind of like, it's kind of a touch and feel. Let's put it in that area. And so I bought these mirrors. I bought Lori one last year. I think I got my sister one. These travel mirrors that have, you know, that. Magnify. magnify by huge percentages and light up so you can see yeah, yeah. but you know yes of yes. course i forgot that so oh. who can see i mean it's so funny you're still young i mean donnie are you farsighted or nearsighted i am farsighted I, okay so I need you can't glasses see to see close, close. Yes. i mean if you put a contact in your eye do you think you could find your you could see your eye in the mirror I've, to put I've it never in worn contacts so but I've, imagine if you're looking oh, could i could i do what if i had contacts? put a contact in your eye if you didn't have your glasses on no. It's a challenge. <laughs> I understand. It's all about the lighting, though, because I was in the car putting on my makeup this morning because it was after a, a workout class and I was too sweaty to put on the makeup afterwards. So I sat in the parking lot, which I often do. People look at me weird when I put I on my put makeup on my in the makeup parking lot. All yeah. the time. But then, you know, it's all about the natural lighting and you put it down and you're like, oh, I have a mustache. I didn't really notice it's that. It's the best place to find whiskers. Oh, and then I <laughs> I mean, this... you said just a mustache. I'm just calling them whiskers. Well, then I got this white, singular white eyebrow hair. A gray brow? A white eyebrow hair. And it's right there. And I don't have the heart to pick it. I'm just oh, letting it be. I it's just hanging out. Just let it be because you don't just color it. I mean, just use a brown pencil on it. Yeah. <laughs> don't just use Crayola don't crayon. Uh, okay, here's what my sister did. Um, her daughter actually told us this. So she wanted to dye her brows. And stylists do this all the time. But put Vaseline on your face around your brow. And she used like hair color for men, beard stuff. Just for men stuff? Yeah. yeah. On her on her eyebrows. Her daughter did this, you know, but you can just use there's so many semi permanent hair color things that you could but put the Vaseline all around because otherwise it's hard to get it off your skin. And my sister did it. She looked great. Really? Oh. Yeah. Look that, great. That sounds terrifying to me. <laughs> really? I, I'm I gonna only, try it. I only trust my eyebrows to the professional. I go and get them threaded at the mall. You still do that. I, I still haven't had mine done professionally in years. Do that because I was shamed into doing it, Julia, by a professional makeup artist back in the day. They completely dissed my eyebrows. This was back in 2005, and I overplucked them, and she just looked at me while she was putting on her my makeup, and she's like, mm, mm. Well, these are hard to work with. Basically. Where the hell's the brow you've been overplucking? Yes, but it was the mid-2000s. That's what we all did. We all overplucked our eyebrows. So I was shamed into getting my eyebrows done ever since. Really? Yes. Lori does it all the time. I'm just not that. But you have have great brows. Well, I do them in. Yeah. I mean, this is the one. That's the one thing that I just refuse to. 
I can't keep up on that. It's just too much. All right. So we have helped America today. The other thing that I want to we say, helped we've helped America, not <laughs> just the we Twin have. Cities. We, we've helped. We have globally. I think I'd like to give a shout out to our friends listening in Switzerland. Yeah. There's that wouldn't surprise me. There's a lot I mean, of we them. got one from Mongolia once. So yes, we did. That was weird. How <laughs> far are you today? Send us an email. <laughs> that would We're, be very interesting. I know. I want to know. Send us an email and let us know where you're listening from. Laurie and Julia show. I I would be very curious. We Make, get people from the Middle East. We get a large listening audience in South Korea. Mm-hmm. Where are you? Where in the world are you listening to Laurie and Julia? Where in okay. The world? Where in the world are you? So, um, other things we have a we're going to have an author on. We've had him on before. It's a it's a group of women, and they have um, they co-author books together. They're Christina Lauren, Christina Lauren. Yeah, each of their first names. Mm-hmm. Yep. To. And the last book they were on for the on honeymooners, which is which is fun. It's 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 easy reading, good stories, simple. I mean, I love it. Yeah, because I just go through it, and it just. Is fun reading. This is a fun topic too. This one's twice in a blue moon. Yeah, and it's it's hot, hot, hot. Um, Jenna Dewan, um, whatever her new last name, I think she's just Jenna Dewan right now. Yep. Pregnant Jenna Dewan. She has optioned one of their books to okay. make oh, to make it into a movie. Them, yeah. yeah, they're going to tell us about that when they're on. So um, why don't we just take a quick break and we come back? We'll be talking to I believe we're talking to Christina today. Yes, this is my talk. With us, you guys, we're decided we're delighted to have one half of the um, author, super extraordinary author team, Christina Lauren. We have got Christina Hobbs with us. Hi, Christina. Hi, Christina. Hi. How are you doing? Um, I'm doing amazing. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. We had you last. I, I it wasn't that long ago for the unhoneymooners. Which was so such actually a f- that was Lauren. That was my oh. co-author. Oh, She's so- the one that went to school at McAllister. Oh, that's oh, great. Okay. okay. Yes. There we go. And so now we've got you. How are yes, you? Yay. Yay. Um, I'm doing so good. I'm so happy to talk to you guys. You guys have really been, what do you call your genre? Because I don't want to, you know, what do you call it? Um, I mean, we're romance. Yep. We write usually kind of like funny, sexy rom-coms. What I always tell people is when they ask what we write, I say, and obviously we write different things sometimes. I say, have you seen The Proposal with Sandra Bullock? Yes. And they say, yes. And I say, we write basically like that. And then they go, oh. I get (laughs) it. Because it's it's very, you know, your topics are relatable. Um, The new book is Twice in a Blue Moon. And um, can you give everybody, Christina, the setup of the book? Okay, I'm really terrible at elevator pitches, but let's see if I can. So if you, this is I about can read Tate it. Butler. <laughs> okay, this is about Tate Butler, um, and she is the daughter of one of the biggest movie stars in the world. Um, it's told in two timelines, so a past and then like a then and a now. Um, so she meets this boy when she's very young on a trip to England. They fall crazy just in love with each other. Um, she tells him his, her secret. Um, and then because of her, I can't tell you why he tells her secret 
and um, sort of breaks her heart. And then they see each other over a dozen years later, and um, she has to figure out what happened and if she forgives him and that sort of thing. It's really, I really like this story. And one of the things that I thought was interesting about this story is that, you know, they meet, they have this connection immediately. It's, you know, they're never going to see each other maybe again, but they thought they were, it's just young, fresh love. But he, he does something, you know, that I'm just going to call the cancer culture type of thing that she just cancels him out immediately forever. And that's, uh, it was such a surprise by the way. And, um, you know, so when you're writing that, did you, when you're t- working, you know, with your partner, Lauren, do you guys, how do you come up with that twist? How do, who figures that out? Because I remember, um, you went back in, and, sorry, I didn't mean in to this interrupt case, you. Oh, in this case, we sort of wanted, we had this idea of what if you do the wrong thing for the right reason, and um, you know it's going to break the other person's heart, but the, the, like, alternative is sort of unlivable to you. Can you come back from that? And then they have the opportunity to do that later in different parts of their life. Like they have evolved, time has moved on, and then as fate has it, oh, they have a chance to reconnect. Yes, exactly. Okay, so what if you do the wrong thing for the right reasons? Has that ever happened to either of you guys? Um, I've had a pretty boring life, so no. no. <laughs> I've been married to my high school sweetheart. It's been pretty simple. Yeah. Um, but... One thing I loved about this book is it's not just it's not just like um, miscommunication. It's he really does something wrong. He really does. And yeah. yeah, and he has to he has to make up for it. He has to explain why and she has to decide if it's uh, you know something that she can live with. Yeah, I really I don't know. I whizzed through this book. It was it's such a great easy read uh, to me. And I like some books that are just um, you know you can relate to the characters. It's fun. You don't want to put it down. And that's this kind of book to me. So I really, really thought it was great. And I was reading, you know, something on um, what website was it today that you guys are like the top. Um, It was like um, Pop Sugar did the best, um, you know, kind of romantic uh, books. um, That will give you the warm and fuzzies. So in in 2019, you made that (laughs) list. You made some other lists. I mean, it's really it's writing that isn't, you know, sappy. If you, you mm-hmm. know, because people think, well, you know, oh, it's just a love story book, whatever. There, it, It's genuine. And you can relate to her dad, her mom, her, the guy, the other people. I mean, there's something in all the characters that I found really relatable. Oh, thank you so much. So, Christina, when you're writing these books, uh, if you're just joining us, Christina Hobbs, one of the authors of Twice in a Blue Moon, going back to that idea of the warm and fuzzies, is that something that you and your writing partner, Lauren Billings, set out to do? You want to give people that warm and fuzzy feeling with your books? Oh, totally. We, if, If a reader comes up to us at a signing or they tweet us or something and they say, I was able to shut the world off for a few hours last night and lose myself in this book then we feel 100% like we've done our job. That's exactly what we want to give people is a little escape. That And it does. And it, they're just perfect for that. And it comes out in trade paperback. You know, I wanted to ask you, um, because you guys have, how many books have you written? I've got a book, um, like a, a bookmark with a ton of books on it. How many have you written? Uh, this book was our 24th, and then our book that comes out in um, March is our 25th. So what are you doing, two a year? 
Yeah, right now it's two a year. That's amazing. It was, it was faster in the beginning, but right. we had to slow it down a little. That's unbelievable. Congratulations to you, because you guys live in different cities, and then you yes, share it, and you send the whole thing back and forth, right? The whole book? Um, if I'm so when we, we, correctly. Yeah, we usually outline in person, and then we divide it up and write our sections and kind of share as we go, and then at some point we combine it all and send it back and forth and just edit and edit and edit and that's sort of where the magic happens it's just it's just amazing to me okay so now i was reading something that jenna duan has optioned one of your books yes tell tell us Um, about that so um roomies which is our sort of we say that it's our like from subway to broadway to happily ever after book um she we're working with her and then um Andy Fickman, who just did John Cena's, oh, I'm going to forget the movie, the, Where He's a Fireman. Sure. Um, and Betsy Sollinger, uh, we're working with them, and uh, they're right now, the script is done. We wrote the script, and they're sort of like taking it out, doing their part of it. Yeah. And um, we're hoping that it happens. Betsy actually helped us with this book, with all of the sort of movie stuff she was just amazing at helping us get that part right oh that's and and you really i just wanted to be i always this is like a great setting to be making a movie that they make in this book you want to be there it's oh thank you it sounded lovely okay so you tell us the difference um writing a screenplay on one of your own books i bet that was challenging it is but it's really fun it's it's like you get to reimagine it in a completely different way and in screenwriting, you know, there's no in, inner monologue. It's all about dialogue and action. And so I feel like it's made us better book writers because every page counts. And so you learn to kind of only put in the things that are important. Okay, that is a, now that I never thought of. So there's no inner dialogue. It's just about action and conversation. Wow. And yeah. when you're writing a book, Christina, so like when you're writing, when you guys wrote Twice in a Blue Moon, are you already thinking in your mind, when you're writing the book, okay, well, how will this look if we maybe adapt it into TV or we adapt it into film? Like, are you thinking cinematically when you're writing your novels? Um, I feel like sometimes our books just come out that way anyway. Um, I don't think we ever sit down specifically and are like, what would this look like as a movie? But sometimes I feel like, especially when you're really doing it right, that's exactly like it shows up in your head that way and you're just sort of writing it down. Okay, so here's a question. That's a good question, Holly. When you are, Tate and Sam are the two main characters in this book. Who would you cast mm-hmm. as them? Um, let's see. So um, for Sam, he, it's, um, what is his name? Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to forget. Let me see. What is his name? He was in Mad Max. Tom Hardy. Oh. So very rarely do we do. Very rarely do we ever just go. Oh, it's this person. It's this person. We never do that. We have to have a general idea because there are two of us, obviously. Right. Right. But um, I remember um, reading something, and sometimes things surprise you, and sometimes they don't. But Lowe had written that he had a beard, and he was in this like thick cable knit sweater or something. And immediately, I think we both were like, "Oh, hi, Tom Hardy." Oh, wouldn't that be something? So, there, uh, that's probably the clearest. And who's Tate? Um, Lo had somebody pretty particular, and now I can't remember <laughs> who it was. All I, all I can tell you is, oh, Mandy Moore. Mandy Moore. Oh, really? I see that yes, happening that's who with she this character. in her head. Oh, gosh, that's fun. All right, so tell us the last great book that you've read, honey. 
Uh, so I just finished um, The Husband's Secret by Leanne Moriarty, and it killed me. It was so crazy. I yeah. loved it. That's a great book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's she's amazing. I loved it. She's amazing. Oh, well, yeah. You guys do such great job. Thank you, Christina. The book is by Christina Lauren, the writing duo, the fabulous duo. It's Twice in a Blue Moon. It's so good. Yes. And these are and they're great escape books. So thank you very, very much for being on our show and keep writing. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Absolutely. It was fun. We've got a couple copies of the books to give away. Give us a buzz at 651-641-1071. Yeah, if you want to get the get warm that. and fuzzies in a good way. And exactly like you said, Julia, that this book is just a page turner. You get I to read it on a plane. You read it on a plane. I read it at home, hanging out in my pajamas. So if you want something like that, definitely get your hands on Twice in a Blue Moon. You won't regret it. I know. All right. We will be right back um, with just something. It's a chef's surprise. And it will be a surprise. Trust us. We'll be right back.